Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to the Free Hearts Podcast, hosted by Dylan and Sarah Frank. Welcome to episode six, where we will talk about our budgeting and our financial planning. Enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey guys, and thanks for tuning back in to the Free Hearts Podcast with Dylan and Sarah. Hey. <laughs> Um, we had a little accident with mm. the podcast. <laughs> we did not. So we were... We were proactive <laughs> and recorded it Wednesday, last Wednesday, the day after the last podcast came out. And it is Monday at 11.17 p.m. <laughs> because... No one listened to the podcast. And when I say no one, I mean Sarah, because it's on her phone. Yeah, we record them on my phone, and then I upload them onto and... my computer. And I normally do that the day of, because I don't want to get like overly excited and upload it early. So I wait for Tuesday. That's not and I listened to it um, while I was in bed, you know, five minutes ago, because I was laying down, literally, with my retainers and like, about to go to bed. And I was like, let me just listen to the podcast really fast. And our dryer was on and our dryer is old, very old. And, and it makes very, a creaking noise. Oh my gosh. It's like the screechiest thing you've ever heard. And you could hear it the whole podcast. And <laughs> Dylan was still up watching TV and I texted him and here we are. Yeah. And I said, quote, well, stop texting me and get your ass out here. Oh, my God, Dylan. The podcast. You can't curse on the podcast. Well, I'm too mad <laughs> right now. Yeah, so when we say, like, we don't know what we're doing, we really don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we... Um, well, let's get started. Come on. Yeah, we're here. We're committed. <laughs> I, I'm ready to go. Let's All right. go. All right. So today's topic is really exciting. It's budgeting. It's not exciting. Dylan loves budgeting. It's not. He just gets so like, he gets like such a hard on. <laughs> okay. First of all, inappropriate. Second of all. Did I, is that worse than cursing? Did I take it too far? I feel like sexual <laughs> jokes are worse than cursing. Yes. I don't know about that. But anyway, so we're going to talk about budgeting and just kind of like what we do and how we budget and how we like try to budget. We're not like really that good but we try i think there's an a for effort might be like b minus for execution but (laughs) um but yeah so i think the first thing that really did like put us on the right track for being better with our money was getting a joint account and like solely using the joint account so dylan still has like one checking account that he um pays one bill from and he's had it you've had it since you were like a baby right yeah so it's super old we just don't have that bank here in richmond so it's not really like it's just not we just can't really use it because we don't have a bank we could walk to or not walk to but like walk into we can't walk to anything we can't walk to a gas station from here okay um i'm tired we can walk to a field (laughs) um but so, yeah, so he still has that one. So, like, sometimes you'll, if you're friends with us, you'll probably see us, like, Venmoing each other. And it's just because it, we have some, his, that, that one bill that we pay. But 
he other than that everything else comes out of our one joint checking like i don't have another joint i mean we have like a couple credit cards and stuff but other than that like all of our bills are paid and our savings and our debt all of that is paid together from our debit account our checking account mm-hmm. and we got that um about uh about eight months ago almost a year we got it in september august august of last year so 2018 and yeah, it's june sounds about right yeah so like eight eight or nine months um we got it originally like we were never like super against it we just hadn't done it and we got it because kenzie's daycare at the time um was gonna auto draft from our account and so it was like usually we like paid that collectively um and so it was just going to be a thing where it would be more of a headache to like constantly transfer money to the account and they like had to have the auto draft like we couldn't pay it any other way yeah i mean and that's when i think that's when it really got hard because like it like with the previous daycare which was like an at-home daycare like we like like we could be like okay like i like you take out this much mm-hmm. i have this much and just pay it and like so like it didn't really affect us that much yeah cuz we paid it in cash yeah and and with it with the auto draft it like had you could only put one account like yeah. it had to come out of the same account every monday yeah so and it so, complicated it yeah. but i really didn't expect the joint account to be such a relief like we i feel like we've done really well with our money since then and i think a big part of it is the joint account don't you think yeah for sure i think if we had had it i think it's it's weird thinking back to like before we had it because like you know i like it isn't it's just so silly now because it's like like yeah like why wouldn't like we're doing all the like we're paying all the same bills like like, I don't know. Like, it was just, a, it was almost like a, it was almost like a mental hurdle. Like, it was like, like, cause, cause like, you know, it's always been like. Your paycheck is yeah, yours. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and not even like, not even since, like, like, I think back to like when I was younger, it's like, like, I earned this money, mm-hmm. this money is mine kind yeah. of thing. And it's like. It's getting past like that mindset where it's like this, this is our money. Like it's going to things. Like a lot of this money, like yeah, sure, I have my like my debt that I'm working on, but like a lot of these bills, it's like groceries and you know the phone bill and like rent and all this stuff and like anything for Kinsey. It's like all that stuff is a family bill. Yeah. Like what? Like it just it just doesn't make sense to like try to like. Try to work from try to work from two accounts and like like it just makes sense to have it all come from one place. Yeah, and I think we were just so frustrated all the time when it was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be fifty dollars short on this bill. Can you transfer me money?" Okay, and now you're seventy five dollars short, and like, let me I I got paid, so let me transfer it back. And you know, we go to the grocery store and we're like at the cashier, like looking at each other, like, "Are you getting this or am I getting this?" Or like dinner, it's like you know, I like. I can't afford it. Can you like, and it, it just really, it didn't, I mean, we didn't fight about it or anything, but it just complicated things. And I feel like now it's just, it's, we don't look at it like my check or your check. It's our checks. It's our money. It's 
our bills, like your bills are my bills and my bills are yours. And we, when we, whoever gets paid, we get paid on the same day right now, but that'll change when you start your new job. Mm -hmm. But like we just, we've never, ever since we got the joint account, we stopped looking at it as each other's money. And now it's our money. Like it's our finances. It's our collective situation. And I feel like we've, I don't know. It's just made things easier. You know, like there's no more like hoping, you know, if we decide to go out to eat, it's not because I'm hoping you're going to pick it up or you're hoping I am. It's because we're, we have enough money and we want to, and we've agreed it's going to come out of our collective money. Yeah. And it, it is, it's weird. It's weird because like, I don't have like, like just from having the joint account, it's, it like changed my mindset from like my money and your money to our money. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. And it, and it's, it's weird that it hadn't always been that way. Like it's, and that's what I like. I didn't expect the joint account to make it feel very different, but it really did. Yeah. And, and like, I, like we have, you know, we have like financial goals and, and, you know, plans for where we want to be, you know, in the next couple of years and everything like that. And one, I think without the joint account, like that's not, that wouldn't be possible. Right. And two, I like if, if we have financial goals together, why would we have different financial systems to get mm-hmm. to those goals? So like, that's, yeah. that's what, and it, it's so, it, like I said, it's so weird that it, it's like made that much of a change in like the way we view the money but it has it really did yeah and i think that that's what surprised me so much because like we like like i said earlier we never were like against it it's not like we didn't want to do it we just didn't and then when we did do it i just didn't expect it to be a huge thing like a huge relief but it really was like i'm i'm definitely pro like you know and of course hopefully your partner is like responsible with money but we're both decently responsible <laughs> Yeah. We do go on some some shopping sprees sometimes. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like we hold each other more accountable. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> it's it. Because the just evidence look at is every, right there. Because you're able to just look at everything. Yeah. And I think that it is, I mean, not that we were like, you know, spending hundreds of dollars behind each other's backs. No. But like, I think that yeah, but like, if you we. Know, a dollar aisle target thing here okay mr chick-fil-a target thing there and then so if we're (laughs) i think it helps us our accountability with our goals so if we make a financial agreement that we're not going to eat out and we buy groceries and we're like we're going to eat at home and pack our lunches and you know whatever we're we're not going to eat out but yet you still go to chick-fil-a like you're just basically cheating on me with (laughs) chick-fil-a you're cheating on our agreement and i can find proof of that in our joint account checking mm-hmm. statement. So, <laughs> Wells Fargo be turning you in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that that, like, the accountability part is definitely tough because, you know, if I do go to Target and I'm I'm like, oh, we need these things, like, I have to come home and, like, really be able to justify that we needed them. And you have to be able mm-hmm. to, you know whatever you want to spend your money on. It just makes you think about what you want to spend your money on. And like, because it's our money, it's like, I can't, I can't just go buy 
a whole new wardrobe at Target because I feel like it. Like that's not the responsible thing to do. It's not fair to you, and it just makes us consider it more, yeah, each other more with our purchases, which I think is is a good thing overall. I mean, it definitely comes with challenges, but I think that overall, it, it that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the next thing that we did with our like helping our budget is we actually budget (laughs) like we kind of did before but like now we literally like I use these worksheets I basically um I got the idea from like different blog like budgeting bloggers but the one that inspired me the most was the budget mom and she's she's just really good I mean she does like a cash envelope system which we don't do because my ass will lose it in a heartbeat um, mm-hmm. but if you're like good at keeping up with stuff, I mean, the people swear by the cash envelope system, but so we do the budget by paycheck, but I, I made my own, um, like they're just like PDF or no, they're not PDFs, but they're, I guess they are. And I print them and write on them. Um, I just made them on Canva. Like they're not anything, um, spectacular, but basically I plan out like how much we're going to spend in groceries and how much we're going to spend in gas and rent and all of our bills and, things for Kenzie and um I factor in like food like as far as like eating out like how much we want to budget and like how much we want to put in savings how much we want to put in debt so like the beginning of the month I plan that out and then um you know at the end of the month I close it out and I actually like factor in our income and try to figure out how much in each category we're spending percentage of our income so like Dave Ramsey is another really big like money guy and he recommends I think it's like 20 or 25 percent of your income or less be in like your housing and so like I like to be able to like be like okay we spent five percent of our income on groceries and you know just being able to see like where our money is going and that percentage of income is um really helpful and so I'll I have I'll be sure to link those worksheets in the um there's another one we'll talk about later, but I'll link them all in the show notes. Again, they're not anything crazy fancy, um, but I think they've been helpful as far as like planning and trying to stick to it. And, you know, it's it's definitely there are categories that are tough, like gas. You know, you, you can't I mean, you can control it, but if you have to drive to work and we live 30 minutes from Dylan's work and I don't I don't drive because I'm. I mean, I drive, but I don't drive to work because... You shouldn't drive. (laughs) Hey, uh, that was mean. (laughs) But I work from home, so I don't drive to work. Like, I don't have a commute gas. But, um, you know, we do... If we need to go grocery shopping, that's like 25 minutes. And so our gas is kind of unpredictable. But we we try to ballpark it and make sure that we stay within a good amount that we think would be smart. Um, And so actually like writing down the budget, I think, because we've always kind of been like, okay, we're going to try to stick to this this month. But writing it down, I feel like by the end of the month, I'm like, it's helpful for me to go back and be like, okay, we plan to spend this much and we spent this much or wow, we saved a hundred dollars, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's where that worksheet has been really, really helpful. But then another thing that we do is, um, well, we have a budget binder, which Dylan hates. I use it, but it's just a binder that has all of our months categorized and all of our worksheets are in there. And so I can just pull it out and be like, Dylan, we need to talk about money. And he's like, "Uh." well, it's weird (laughs) because like, I mean, I'm definitely someone who like learns through like writing stuff down and, and everything. So you would think that that would be that like doing the budget that way, 
would be like something I'd be into, but I just don't like looking at it. I and know like you it get really... in my face. <laughs> I, like, don't. I just I don't like it at all. So you like the Google Calendar then? Yeah, I do. I so like we've got we've set up a shared Google Calendar. Um and so basically our cal- our Google Calendar has um everything that like all of our bills basically so it's mm-hmm. got it's got like my bills that are categorized in like a teal color um <laughs> and and then Sarah's that are like a purple and then we've got family like any sort of family bills that are red um and then we've got like you know there are other things in there as well but it it's like like other like like reminders or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly it's just the bills. And so what we do is on like payday Friday, we, well, what we kind of do is on payday Friday, all of our, like we, any bills starting on that Friday up until the next Thursday before the payday, we schedule all of those bills to come out. And so we pay them all like all on that day. So that way they're able to process and come out of the account by like on Monday Monday at the latest. Like some of them will process Friday depending on like how early we do it. Excuse me. But at the latest, it'll be Monday that all the bills come out and, and then it'll help us give like a, more clear representation of like where we're at for the rest of that pay period and so it's really helpful because like because we we grocery shop on the weekends normally we put gas we put like a tank of gas in at least one of the cars on the weekends and then all of our bills come out on monday so like basically the only thing we have to factor in is one more round of groceries and then yeah. And like any other gas that we may be using. Well, for me, the thing that the Google Calendar, the best thing that the Google Calendar did for us was like when we first got our joint account, I remember being like, I'm going to pay my whole month of bills. And Dylan was like, no, you're not because like, or it wasn't the whole month, but I was like, I'm going to jump ahead and pay these bills. And Dylan was like, no, like you can't. I have these bills coming out. And it was like just a thing where like we didn't know each other's like bill schedule. And so now I love being able to be like, okay, we're paid on Friday. We're going to pay the next two weeks worth of bills. That's going to be this much money. And then we're going to have this much left over. And then I'm like, and then I'm able to say, okay, this much will go towards food as we budgeted. This much will go towards gas. And then we'll have this much left over, which is just what we budgeted. Like it's like a good way for me to, to know what's going to come out of our account because that's what, that was the only frustrating part of a joint account was learning you know, because you know your bill schedule, like this one's due on the 15th, this one's due on the 1st, this one's due on the 12th. Like, you know that, but you don't know, I don't know yours, but now I do. And now yeah. at any given point, I'm able to look at my phone and know yeah, like what our bill is, well, what bills are due. And I also think it holds, it, it helps us hold ourselves and each other accountable because like, so like after we go in and we schedule a bill to be paid, so like I schedule mine on Wednesday before we get paid so like I schedule them for the following two weeks 
a on Wednesday for them to come out on Friday. And then when I do that, so like every bill I schedule, I go back into the Google Calendar and I mark paid. Like I change the that event name and I put paid next to it and then we know it's done. So but if I'm looking at if I'm looking at like the bills during that two weeks and I notice that there's a bill that Sarah hasn't put paid next to then you're able to make sure that exactly yeah and um I think too with the Google Calendar like the really nice thing about it is that um we're able to like you said like hold each other accountable but it's just I don't know for me it's just having like a plan like they just it just helps keep us organized yeah I mean yeah, it does. And and this is what I was I was gonna say earlier was it's a reoccurring um event. So we don't we just had to set it up once and we don't have to deal with it. Every month on the twelfth my bill it says it's due. So we just it takes like maybe thirty minutes to set up and it's something that's always there for us. Yeah. So it's super easy i mean it takes again a little bit of work but then after that it's cake yeah i mean and it's really easy to edit too so like yeah you know if you if you have like you know let's say a bill let's say a bill is generally a hundred dollars and for some reason that same bill is now been reduced to like 75 like you can go okay and you go into that that event change it like you change the like title of it from so like the the I guess I should explain the the way the format of it is that we schedule the event on the day it's due we say what the bill is so let's say like water and then you do like a general like what it we do honestly we do what the highest yeah it is like the, the highest potential. it could be yeah and so and so we do that and then um and then and so we do the bill a little hyphen and then the like what dollar amount it is and so that's on a recurring payment but if you need to change it like you just go in to that event and then when you go to save it it says would you like to change just this event or this event and all and all future events yeah and so you just click all future and then boom it's done yeah the rest of them are changed yeah it is super easy and it's just so it's so I also am crazy and I write it down in our budget binder too. So like I have a physical copy on a calendar and I'll link that too because I just have like a basic calendar. But I like that too because it helps me again plan. But having it on my phone at any point, like whenever I'm thinking about bills, I love having that right there. And again, I'm I'm sure there's an app that does this. Like I used to have Mint, but I don't know. It's just easier. Um, I like that we can share this. It's not like in our account. It's, I don't know, just a little safer. And and that's where I think we really took off with like budgeting and saving and paying off bills. It was like we had to like write it all down. We had to like figure out what we like, what we was due on what days and we just had to plan it. And I feel like every month when we start, we know the, we know what days everything is due and we know what days we're going to get paid. And I can literally say, like I can take the paycheck and say this bill is this paycheck is going to pay these bills and it's just we just have a great system and the Google Calendar is 
another really, really good tool that like we use every day. Yeah. But another thing that we do that is really tedious, and when I say we do it, I mean I do it, and I'll have this worksheet linked below too, is the track expenses. Um, and so basically we write down all of our spending. So, and then we categorize it and then we're able to add up what we spent in each category. So our categories are usually, and like our bills, they pretty much stay the same every month. But so our categories are usually the same from the budget sheet that we mentioned earlier. So food as far as eating out and then groceries for eating at home and gas and your bills, my bills, family bills, um, Kenzie. So like diapers or, um, you know, whatever clothes, clothes, yeah, whatever babies, toddlers need. It just, you know, sometimes I slip a target dress in there too. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, but Kenzie's her category. We have a miscellaneous, we have a household. So basically, um, the way the worksheet works is it you write down the date, what account it's from, which I like because, and again, I made these, um, so I like customize them for like how I felt like we could use them. And I like the account because you can, if you do have multiple checkings or you're using a credit card, you can track it there. So you can um, really get a better idea of how much you're spending across all accounts. So like we would put like Wells Fargo for a checking and then you write what the expense was and the amount and then you categorize it and then you're able to say total this month and so that's what I really like about this worksheet is that as long as I keep it update every at any point in the month I can look at look in our binder and say okay we budgeted $50 this month on eating out and we've spent $21 so no we can't afford to go to Texas A Brazil let's be real we couldn't go on $50 anyways but but we like you know I'm able to do that I'm able to say hey we really need to make this grocery bill like tighter because we're $75 away from our budget um so I'm able to like kind of gauge where we are throughout the month and I really like that and it is really tedious and it is a lot of work and you know if you go to Target and you buy groceries and clothes and stuff for the baby and makeup and beauty like stuff then like you have to kind of keep the receipt so you can categorize it because you don't want to just add one big um lump amount to household if you know there are other categories in there so it it can be tedious and like we're not perfect at it like we definitely there are times like when I calculated all at the end I'm like okay there's like three percent of our income missing and I don't know where that's going um but it just takes practice and that's kind of what we've learned is it takes practice but moral uh, like Dylan hates this that's like the Mm -hmm. moral of this that's why I'm talking about it because Mm -hmm. Dylan oh tell us why you hate it it's just like (laughs) the eyebrows the eyebrows are dancing it's just like blah like I know like I know it's late right now but like if I'm falling asleep it's because (laughs) because I'm talking about expense reports yeah it's so boring but do you think that they're helpful sure just because it's helpful doesn't make it not boring. That's true. But I I like to see where the money went. So like we can plan it and we can say, yeah, we're going to spend $50 this month on eating out. But 
it's not until I track every expense and every $1 from Wawa, like every single ex- like transaction that we spend our money on that I'm able to add up and say, wow, we spent way more than 50, you know? So it's like, it's another accountability tool. And I think that it's just nice for the, like at the end of the month, we close it out and I'm able to send Dylan hate texts. Like we really messed our budget up and no, but it's just nice to like, see where our money went. And I think that's the whole point of tracking your expenses. And again, I'm sure there's an app that does this. And I'm pretty sure this is exactly what Mint does. But I like being able to use it across multiple accounts. And I like being able, I don't know, writing it down is a little more painful. Mm-hmm. Like when it's like, wow. Yeah, but I also think that <laughs> I also think that apps like Mint don't, like they see you go to Target and they're like, okay, well, Target's a grocery store, so yeah like yeah everything that's true. everything you spend is grocery that's so true like, yeah you know it's not going to break down like what you know when you item? go when you go to target mm-hmm. and you get a you get a dress and you get you get some food and you get diapers like it's not going to break it down yeah and that's where like keeping your receipt is so crucial um but sometimes it's just not possible or sometimes you get busy and you know there's I'm sure that our expenses and categories are always a little off, but I think we're still new at it. I mean, we just started doing this earlier this year, so we're only five months into it. So it's still very new to us. And, but like what I can, what I think we get out of it and by, and like, I, this is me saying this, knowing I'm the one that's going to write all of our expenses down. Like Dylan's never going to do that. Um, I just think that we get a much better picture of like, how we're doing you know are we sticking to our budget and if we're not then where are we struggling and where also where can we cut expenses you know like if we're spending 700 dollars a month on gas which we're not like maybe we need to we need to see like are we making unnecessary trips into town like where like how can we fix that because that's absurd you know like things like that mm-hmm. it just kind of keeps us in line so that way we don't have months where we're like i don't know i don't know it's just it's just a system that is good. And it, I learned it from the budget mom. Like she tracks all her um, expenses and stuff. And she has free resources too. I think she, I think her expense tracker is, is free also, but it's a little different than mine. Cause I like the, the category I, I added about, um, like I basically added up as I go, like I said. So at any point I know where I, I am on it. Um, but she has so many good resources. I mean, I, she also does like an Instagram story every morning and I just love it. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Um, but yeah, Dylan does not like that. I don't. But you recognize that it's beneficial. Yeah. Sure. That means no. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so if, would you care if I didn't do it? What do you mean would I care? Like, would you be, like, let's say I took June off and I didn't do it. Would At the end of June, would you be like, but no, but where's our expense report? And I would not be like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're out of your mind if you think I'd be like that. <laughs> I, I really wanted you to yell at me this month about how we've overspent in something. No. I don't yell. I'm just. You don't yell. I'm just you blunt. Just, you just exclaim. <laughs> it's always over text message. I feel like it hurts more. I feel like it's. I feel like you have to read it and then you have like to think like, about your. I feel response. like it's like that episode of The Office where, where he uh, he says to Pam like, 
He's like, oh, I've yelled. You've seen me yelled. And he, she goes, she goes, I've, I've seen you exclaim. Like that time when the parking lot when we found the car. He's like, well, there was no reason to yell then. <laughs> we found it the car. I was, I was just happy to go we, home. <laughs> 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 we watch way too much of The Office. But That's what we should do a podcast on. Office trivia? <laughs> just, just the ridiculousness <laughs> of watching The Office. Yeah, we should do like an office trivia. All right. What else do we have? Um, I think that's it. <laughs> well, I wanted, I know I asked you this on the first version of this podcast, you know, with the squeaky dryer. Um, do you think, do you feel like we're, we spend a lot of money? Like, do you feel like we're bad spenders? Are we like, are we like, um, I don't know, overspenders? Oh, Lord. I <laughs> I think we have good months and I think we have bad months. I think that it's hard because I think that when we make obligations and like, like when I think it, I think it's hard for both of us to say no to things. Like, I think yeah. like, I think like if we're asked to go out to dinner, like, and we want to. It's hard yeah. to say yeah. that we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not even that we, we don't want to. It's hard to say no when we want yeah. to. Well, yeah. Well, and that's I and think. that's the hard part because it's not like it's like it's this weird thing where it's like where it's like it's not that we don't have the money to do it because we have the money to do it and we want to go out. It's the restraint that you have to that we have mm-hmm. to show in going. I don't like. No, we're not going to go out to dinner because going out to dinner is not going to help us meet our financial goals yeah and like that's and that's the hard part because it's like it's it's like the restraint that it's the control like it's like eating it's like eating healthy like yeah like you like you have to make it like it's so much easier to eat unhealthy i love eating unhealthy (laughs) i there is nothing more that i love than like eating like some freaking fried chicken french fries and a sweet tea okay (laughs) nothing i love more but like that's not like like that's why it's unhealthy because it's i mean like it tastes better let's be real (laughs) um well and like, like in the comparison of like health and fitness like i feel like our financial goals are a marathon whereas you know going out to eat that's a sprint like your money is oh yeah for sure your money is literally just goes faster than it comes in yeah and like and that's the thing is that like is that you know back to food again um (laughs) are you hungry i mean it's kind of need like a midnight snack but like it it's it's the same like this is this is the way i try to look at it because I just like I I do like I do like I think the reason why I compare it to food is because that's what I'm more than more likely to splurge with and like like be reckless with on money like mm-hmm. just just being real but like you know if like I can eat something unhealthy and yeah it's good while I'm eating it but then I think about it afterwards and I'm like one that's not that's not helping me reach where I want to financially or in my health Mm -hmm. and then i just like 
and then I just like feel bad like I feel bad about it later because I'm like great like I could have we could have saved that money and I could like I could have I could have like stayed on track with my diet right yeah yeah so it's definitely hard but it's and that's what it comes down to is control and like like you have to like you have to keep in mind the long term and not the short term yeah and i think that it's like it's such an easy like we could have a month where we like we're like so tight and we don't overspend on anything and we meet our like we do everything to t like to a t and we're perfect and then the next month it's like we just like it's like well we did so good last month you know like it's so it's such a slippery slope like once we get off track we go like we like go way back down then we like come back up like it's it's just crazy it's it is it is i feel like really comparable to like diet and exercise because it's such an adult thing that like you know we just don't but and and i mean and they're kind of like it's weird because i mean it's not weird like i think it's true like i think our i think our our health and our budget are tied into each other that's true. And like and like we can we can definitely go through like our sort of like health journey on a podcast, but I think our health and our diet is hugely tied into our budget because like when we are like killing it on our diet, we are also killing it on our budget. That's true. And when we fail on our diet, we fail on our budget. Yeah. That's very true. Because, like, yeah, I mean, we just, yeah, we'll talk about that on another thing. Yeah. But. Well, I know I mentioned Dave Ramsey earlier, but he has a really good snowball method. And we're not going to get into that on this podcast, but that is something that we do as well, which is basically, like, you snowball your debts together, like the payments. And so if you're working on paying off any kind of debt, whether it's, like, credit card or a car payment or student loans or whatever um his method is really really good and so we just paid so for example we just paid dylan's car off in march mm-hmm. and that like 300 dollars payment instead of being like hot damn we have 300 dollars now we're like putting that towards a credit card and so we'll have you know we've paid off a, a credit card since then um and just by adding that $300 to the minimum and then now we're going to take the minimum of that credit card and the um, car payment and pay off another one and so it's just you know and you can snowball into savings and you know again it's just a really good way to kind of you know if you were already living without that money it's just it's just a really good method um and so if you've i don't know felt like you want to revisit some some budgeting things like snowballing your debt is such a good method and dave ramsey is like really we don't and we don't follow all his stuff like he has a lot of he calls them baby steps um and we don't we don't follow all of them but snowballing is one that that we have picked up and it's been good and so i think we'll probably go into that on another podcast because it's like it's such an in-depth thing you know Mm -hmm. like it's not just quite as it's it's kind of complicated yeah to implement like it, it sounds easy in theory but it's so hard to have that extra money and not spend it so yeah so that'll probably be like its own podcast but i wanted to mention it since it is um budgeting related but i think we're gonna go to bed i mean i don't know like these i feel like we're gonna turn this into like a a late night 
bad podcast because we're always recording really late. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, I do my weird after-hours no, radio voice. No, do not do it. <laughs> I'm Delilah. I'll take everyone's advice. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's in this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on that note, um, yeah, we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.